All right, welcome to this latest episode of Don the Infinite Wealth Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. I'm so happy to uh, to be here with you guys, and I am beyond excited to talk to Sherry Richardson. She's got a great story. What she's doing is awesome, and I'm not going to delay it anymore. I'm going to just say, Sherry, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know what? Just living the dream down here in Florida, I guess. It's the dream for us. There's no hurricanes coming at us. But <laughs> since we're through hurricane season, finally, uh, everything's great. So I you know, know it's one sitting down in the water right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's good. So tell me about what you're doing. Yes. So I am Sheree Michelle. Um, we help entrepreneurs from the beginning to the scaling portion of their business. Uh -huh. So everything that we do with my company, Sudden Success, um, kind of came out of fail my own failures. Right. So as I was learning and stumbling through the process of becoming a all grown up business, uh -huh. um, I learned things along the way, and I was like, somebody else might need this, so I made it a service. <laughs> so, what were you doing before you decided that you were going to uh, become an entrepreneur? So I've always been an entrepreneur. Right. I just want to put that out there. Okay. My first business was in second grade. I was the candy lady. <laughs> Is that for, was that for, um, well, second grade, it was the chocolate bars, right? Yes, chocolate yeah. Jolly Ranchers. I was bringing yeah. it all to school until they oh, were like, so you uh, weren't, you weren't, this wasn't the school telling you to go sell stuff. You were just bringing candy yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. How much of a markup was it? Probably like, so I went to Sam's and I was just like, here's my $10 allowance. What can we do? <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have like a, did you have like a pricing philosophy as a, as a second grader? about how much you were going to up uh, up the price to make your profit? Yeah, I would look at like the box and I'd be like, okay, well, if I spent $10 on this and it has, you know, 20 pieces in there, I got to get at least double my money. So <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would be like, we'll double it and see how it goes. <laughs> so how did you... How did, how, did you brand yourself as the uh, as the candy girl in, in uh, elementary or...? Oh, trust. When you have candy around kids they they brand you for them <laughs> it's like oh she's bringing candy oh it's only 50 cents yeah girl and i had better snacks than the vending machine too that's why they made me stop because oh, i was good, bringing they, in the good stuff oh the man the man came and uh closed it all down huh they closed it all down well, they always but do. it's okay <laughs> um in adult life Right. Um, I've, I've done what a lot of us entrepreneurs do. I've kind of jumped around a little bit. So I've done property management. I've done tax preparation. I've done accounting. Um, I have done restaurants. Like I've kind of been some everywhere insurance. So that's right. kind of how I know. What was the first serious entrepreneurial on the boss venture that you did in your adult life? In my, I was 18 and I had got a speeding ticket Yeah. and the very first business I had was, it, I think it was prepaid legal back then. 
Yeah. I was like, I need somebody to help me with this. And they were like, well, we can help. And it's a business too. So I was like, okay, cool. Okay. So, so you were doing that. You were doing that. You were doing the uh, affiliate thing, right? I was doing the affiliate thing. Yes. Okay. Well, I think they were multi-level at that point. Yeah. Affiliate network marketing. Yeah. Same, kind of the same thing. A little bit. Yes. Uh, okay. So how'd that go? I mean, I'm not doing it anymore. If that's well, I know, but I'm just saying back then, how did it go? Um, I, I did a couple of clients. It wasn't anything too big because I really didn't understand. Um, yeah. I was I was not privy to the power of what I had in my hands. Uh -huh. And I am not for or against network marketing. It's a business, just right. like any of our other businesses. I'm just putting it out there for listeners. So sure. if you work it, it'll work for you. That's right. that's the way I look at it. Okay. Um, so I I just didn't understand. So I I got a couple of people when you know my friends would be like, well I got a ticket or I'm getting evicted. I was like, well I have lawyers on tap. <laughs> that's great. Did you ever? Uh, I mean, it sounds to me like from an early age that you already were an entrepreneur. You were just what you were just an entrepreneur waiting for the right opportunity, right? So, right. Um, did I you definitely. Ever... I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. I definitely agree. Entrepreneurs are born and made. Yeah. Some are born and some are made. Right. So, did you ever get in your life? Have you ever gotten pushback from family or friends about why don't you just get a job? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, why can't you just work? Because I'm, I'm always I'm, I've always been one of those type of people that I have to have some kind of income coming in. So mm -hmm. even if I had my business on the side I, and a job was my primary source right. of income, that's how I would do it. And sometimes it would be two or three jobs. Um, so my family wouldn't necessarily be like, well, why don't you get a job? Because I more than likely already had one. It right. would be like, why aren't you just happy with your job? Mm. Or why can't you just work this and, you know, go on about it? And I'm like, because I can't. It's embedded in me. I'm an entrepreneur. Like, right. And back then, I didn't, I didn't get that's what it was. But as I've, you know, gotten my entrepreneur legs and stopped and started, I'm like, honey, child, you an entrepreneur. Just, just be okay with it. <laughs> What was your first breakthrough project that you started making really mon real money? My first break was actually a weight loss product. Was it also network marketing? So it was more like um, it was it was more like wholesale. So oh, I would okay. buy in bulk oh, and then okay. I would resell. Yeah. Okay. And so um, that was like 2008. Uh -huh. Honestly, so I was probably 24, 25, somewhere in there, mm -hmm. and I was looking to lose some weight. And so I tried this product, and I had dropped like 32 pounds in a month, and it was uh -huh. super visible. Right. And so I just because it worked for me, of course, the easiest salesperson is somebody who the product right. works for, right? And so within a week, I probably had sold $1,500 worth of stuff. And for a 25-year-old to just come up with $1,000 cash in 2008, nine, yeah. mm -hmm. that was some money. <laughs> right. Right. 
so um that was super duper successful um we had i had weight loss challenges and you know um i would have people that all around me we would do it together and we had success stories and it was just so much fun but that was my first i can do this yeah. um moment in entrepreneurship okay so uh <clears throat> so let's bridge from from that moment until you started uh working as a coach right so yeah what, um what brought that about what what prompted you to say you know what i want to coach so I, number one, I'm a helpful spirit anyway. I like helping people, period. So I knew it was going to be something in the service industry where I was serving people that would be my most successful business. Uh -huh. um, but coaching really came because I realized that there are a lot of first generation business owners mm -hmm. who are stumbling through this thing called entrepreneurship. And I was like, well, if I'm learning something and someone can benefit off of that, and we can both have a mutually beneficial relationship, why not offer it as a product? Right. Um, and once I also learned that people don't value free, mm -hmm. so you kind of have to charge them just so they will actually take the material seriously, right. then it was a no-brainer. Okay. So did you get a coach to coach you to help Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I am like, Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Something not right in your life, get a mentor. And mentors show up in different ways. People don't always think of just like, hey, this guy knows this. But your pastor is a mentor. That's religious, mm -hmm. spiritual mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, personal trainers. That's a mentor. That's a coach. Right. Um, what's another example? Even books, books, um, Robert Kiyosaki, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm -hmm. Think and Grow Rich. Like those are, even if you can't afford to go out right now and say, okay, I'm going to pay someone to mentor me. There are books that every successful entrepreneur just knows to read. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> those are our first mentors. And those get us into the mind frame of being coachable and knowing what we need to set up in our company. So absolutely get a, get a mentor, get who a mentor. Was, who was the mentor or the coach that really made a difference for you and helps you break through in a way that maybe you weren't able to before? So how to win friends and influence people was the absolute best book that I could have read. Mm -hmm. And I, got that right before I met Danny Johnson. So Danny Johnson was the first business um, seminar I went to, first kind of development person uh -huh. that I went in front of. And I learned how to talk to different mindsets of people and just become a more coachable person by by working with her. So Dan, um, and I think she's still... She's still out there doing her thing. I haven't followed her for a while, but I know I still see her advertising. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> All right. So uh, when you're when you're speaking to prospective clients, okay, 
what do you tell them as far as your resume to establish credibility with them that you can, you've also walked the walk and not just talk the talk? Um, so actually the year 2022 has been my build my credibility year. Oh, it is? Okay. So I just, <laughs> so this year has been all about, that was one of my goals that I set up for myself this year, which is build your credibility. So now I just say, Google me. Okay. Google me. So, okay. So if I Google you, what am I going to find? You're going to find websites. You're going to find videos. You're going to find events. You're going to find all kind of good stuff. Okay. All kind of good stuff. Now, before I had all of that, um, I would, we would just have a simple conversation a lot of times. And this is where a lot of people mess up. And this is kind of sales guys. So, if right. you want a good sales tip, you're not supposed to be doing the talking in the conversation anyway. <laughs> you just ask a lot of questions. And the more people talk to you about themselves, the more they inadvertently trust you anyway. So right. it's not so much about my credentials. It's just how I could match their needs based on what they were telling me. Gotcha. Okay. So what is your, uh, what, what, how are you promoting yourself on, on, on the internet now? I'm everywhere. So, I have websites. I oh no, no, let's just talk. Let's talk about social media. Are you doing much on social media? I'm sure you are, but what are you doing? Absolutely. So reels on Instagram and TikTok are like king. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. If you are a service based business, I Pinterest and Etsy are your best friends. Mm. And then, of course, for all coaches, you're going to find all the business people on LinkedIn, and right. so. I'm I'm on all of those. <laughs> right. So we do reels, we do stories. Um, anytime I have a live event, I do live. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really just ramping up our social media a lot um, now to get the message out because I know so many people, especially with a recession coming, they're looking to diversify their income and they're ready to start those businesses they've been talking about for years. So social media has been really effective. And then I do a lot of low cost events here in Dallas, which is where I am, Dallas, Texas. So we do a lot of low cost events, like 20, 30 bucks. You can come out, meet other business owners in the area, learn something new about your company or how you can increase your income or marketing or find funding, all those kind of good things. Okay. So if you were going to rank your, um, social media platforms in in um, in terms of where you get the most leads from what would be number one and down what would you say number one is still facebook for me okay but that's only because i have some really really good groups that i pull from okay um if it was not for those groups yep. tiktok would be number one okay interesting tiktok would absolutely be number one um, and LinkedIn would be a very, very close second. Really? That's interesting. For coaching, yes. Oh, for because, coaching, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're in a different I find for me, you know, because on my business is uh, you know, my my podcast is Don the Infinite Wealth Strategist. You know, I my niche, my areas, but my unique selling point is I teach anyone who's not a salary employee, but especially business owners, real estate investors how they can legally reduce their taxes by as much as 97%. And I, I'm everywhere as well. 
you know, I'm, I have what I call the Mount Rushmore social or uh, content creation strategy in that Sunday's my content creation day. So I do one video. Okay. So the last one I did was, you know, how to set up a trust because it's all, it's all around this trust that I, that, that my company sells. So I do a video that becomes a YouTube video. The audio is my podcast is, is a podcast episode. The transcript is a, is my blog post, right? And then uh, yes. the, the video goes to the video goes to uh, YouTube. It goes to Reddit, right? And then I, you know, then I, I chop it, edit it, and that's my social media. Uh, I do three social media, uh, three video posts a, a, a day on all my social media. So it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and I will tell you that hands down the biggest source of leads for me is tiktok yeah tiktok is winning yeah 100 tiktok is winning i can't even the only reason i say pinterest and etsy is because it has such a long shelf life yeah. because you know on tiktok you got like three seconds yeah and then <laughs> for every platform it increased a little bit but Pinterest, it can be there for like 10 months on the first page. Right. So, um, def and, uh, and a lot of people don't know that it's a great platform to find, mm -hmm. um, to find leads or to find clients. Word of mouth is also a really good one. Right. Um, I get a ton of word of mouth business and having um, an affiliate program or some kind of discount or cash reward for referrals mm -hmm. um that's been really amazing for me too tell me about the tell me more about the the business meetups i think that's interesting so so how do you do that so yeah i have a low um i actually partnered with one of my business besties she has a office that she uses for virtual offices mm -hmm. and so we'll have a, i have five meetups a month okay. we'll have three classes one networking event and one pop-up shop. Okay. So every month we're doing some kind of theme. So this month, the theme is how to make six figures at your job and how to use that to grow your business. Okay. So we actually had one Tuesday where we were discussing a easy, um, easy profession to get into where you can be making six figures in six weeks or less. Hmm. Okay. So, um, so you were, you're mentioning the, the business owner meetups. So is that how, tell me more about that. That's interesting for me. Yeah. We'll do a networking event every month okay. and it will basically hone it in for a particular industry. So like we're not doing one for December because everybody kind of takes December off in business. Right. Um, but in January, we're going to be doing one for real estate. In February, we're going to be doing one for finances. So all the people in the financial realm, tax preparers, um, accountants, those kind of people, because they'll be in the height of their season. So right. not only will we have it for them to meet each other, but they'll also meet new clients. How do you market that to those business owners? Um, we, I have a team that literally just scatters it everywhere. So we'll yeah. find business Facebook groups. Um, I'll send it out to my network. We do email marketing, text marketing, and we just let people know we're out here. Interesting. Okay. That's great. So 
Um, who tends to be your typical uh, client that comes on and gets your coaching? My typical client is a, for coaching purposes, yes. is a business that is established. So they've gone through the growing pains of getting their 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 roots um, established. And now they're ready to scale. They're ready to go to the seven, eight figure mark. Mm -hmm. And they just don't know how to do that. So they come in, um, it's typically people with, uh, children, married couples who are ready to, you know, stop working a hundred plus hours a week and they're ready to actually enjoy their business and their time at the same time. Okay. And so we help them get staffed up and we help them with leadership training so that they can, you know, walk away from their companies and be able to say, I don't have to be here for me to make money. Right. Which is why we all start businesses in the first place. Right. Isn't that the irony? <laughs> Some people want to, to, I've talked to a lot of business owners and I always, I always ask about their origin stories and what inspired them. And, and you hear, I hear so often freedom and yet they work harder on their business than they did ever did on their job. Right. Ever. That's, that's the paradox, right? That's, that's, that's the uh, secret sauce is how you can, make the money that we all want and get the freedom. And so those of us who start businesses, and I'm generalizing here, but most of us are so motivated, we're going to throw ourselves into it and it becomes everything. Everything. That's the challenge, right? That's the challenge. If you really want to take the next step and, and have the lifestyle that you dreamed about when you got into entrepreneurship, is to how to step back, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm throw this out there. Men are easier to do that than women. Because yeah, we're lazy asses. <laughs> absolutely. But it is one of the best benefits as a business owner. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. That is one of the traits that you guys have that makes business so easy for you because I'll, I'll talk to a guy and I'll be like listen you don't have to do this 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 he's like send the invoice a woman will be like but wait what if right. how come <laughs> do you feel what I mean again this is kind of a battle, battle of the sexist question who's easier to convince to delegate a man or a woman man absolutely yeah. 100% so like literally that's the conversation hey I need to get rid of this. I got that person. Okay, send the invoice. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, I've been married for 22 years. And my wife, bless her heart, has, has a salary mentality, you know. And I, I keep telling her sometimes, it's like, you know what? You married the wrong guy. You know, you, you, you should have <laughs> married, a, a, I don't know, some biologist who gets a nice salary from a from a pharmaceutical company or whatever i said because that's not me and because you know we do have you know we don't i don't you know what's up and down right but um one of the things that drives her crazy is when i delegate and i i told her i said linda i don't want to do anything else besides I'm on the camera. I'm talking to a, a high, a high, um, high end client or a prospect, right? That's my highest and best use. I don't want to do anything else besides that, you know? 
So I'm going to get, I'm gonna give you the video to tell her. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you right now. So you clip this out just for her. Yes. A CEO's job is three. We have three lanes. Right. That's it. Everything else does not belong to us. Three lanes. Right. Number one, we are the vision. Yep. So we have to figure out how the company's gonna work. Number mm -hmm. two, we figure out who's going to bring it to life. Mm -hmm. That that's where delegation comes in. And number three, how to pay them. Yep. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all we're supposed to do. And right. for and you and I are the same, Don. That is my entire lane. I show up for podcasts. I show up for high end clientele, and mm -hmm. I show up for events. All of the other stuff is delegated to somebody else. I don't answer phones. I don't do emails. I don't do software setup, landing page. None of that is my lane. Right. Well, so I have three jobs. So you're the uh, <laughs> the antithesis of the typical woman, then, right? That you're you're and you're experiencing, right? Because you're not that person that gets down into the details. Well, I was that person. Right. I'm and that's. Yeah, I'm not anymore because once I had somebody, I, I was like, oh, call this person. And I, I felt how good that felt to say it wasn't my. Right. <laughs> I delegate everything. I have house cleaners. I have meal preppers. <laughs> I have an assistant that picks up packages and takes right. my car for admissions and right. all of that. Right. I literally only work on money-making activities. If it is making money or it is a potential for more money, that is where I am, and that's it. Yeah, that's great. Do you do any real estate? I do. I'm actually doing a flip right now, and my goal for next year is commercial. Okay. How many do? You, do are you just a flipper, or do you are you a buy and hold? I am just a flipper right now. Okay. Are you fix and flip? Or are you wholesaling? What are you? What is it you do? Fix and flip. Okay. And I and I joint venture on those. Mm -hmm. So I'm just the money part of it. Oh, okay. So you got you got bird dogs out there <laughs> properties, right? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's because good. I delegated. Good. <laughs> good. Uh, would you say? And I don't mean to pry. I'm just curious because we're no, I'm, you're I'm, fine. I'm real estate too, obviously. Uh, do you find that? Uh, that your word's getting out. And so the wholesalers are just coming on like a pack of wolves trying to trying to bring you deals. So the right now the market is so interesting. Yeah, it's turning. It is it, doing some really crazy things. So at this present moment, no, because everybody's kind of trying to what's right. about to happen. Mm -hmm. But yes, absolutely. I get inboxes of deals all the time. Right. Um and my partners who I do um, joint ventures with, they go out and look for deals. So I'm literally just getting phone calls and being like, hey, if you can do 20,000, um, we can joint venture on this and we'll have it ready in three months and this is what you'll make. Mm -hmm. No problem. Let's do it. <laughs> what part of the country in? Um, So I'm in Dallas, Texas, but oh, sorry, I've done... Dallas, right. Okay, but are you, doing, yeah. are you doing all over the country or are you just staying local? No, I have, I've done a flip in Chicago. I've done flips in Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Where, where in Florida? Um, Tampa. Tampa, okay. I'm in Orlando. That's why I'm curious. So. Yeah, I've done, and my very, very first, uh, what was it? Um, my very first contract was in Jacksonville, actually. 
I got um a option for a two hundred and something thousand dollar house for ten dollars. Yeah. And I resold that. Um, I think I made five thousand dollars on that deal. Easiest money ever. Yeah. And I've been in love with real estate ever since. Now, had there been bumpy, yeah, absolutely. Um, my first major flip back in the game in 2017 because I had taken a break for a minute to my mom got sick, so I was kind of being caregiver. And my first flip back in 2017, that was the worst. It was the best learning experience, but I lost a hundred thousand dollars in that house. Wow. Well, you're still not you're still not uh, in my territory. My biggest my biggest disaster was when I got in 2009 because I'm a short sale investor. Okay, so 2008, nine, ten, eleven, I was killing it. You know, because that's 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 a. Uh, I mean, I could just you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a vacant house that it was upside down, and so I could negotiate my short sales and make a killing every single time. But I got I got the big head, and so I decided I was right. going to buy a tennis club. <laughs> I bought a tennis club. <laughs> and how did that work out? <laughs> oh, it well if you wanted to have a good lesson and a good story about how you flame out when you get big headed, it was the great. <laughs> My wife said, never again. And I said, well, you know, maybe. No, I never did. That was just because I was talking about not talk about not staying in your lane, you know. Never run a tennis club before. Had no idea. It was in the wrong location. You know, it was not in Orlando. It was about 45 miles out. It was just, it's kind of like a redneck area. You had a core group of tennis players, but you couldn't expand on it. The zoning wouldn't let, I, I had the idea that I could go in there and convert a lot of the courts into like uh, mini mini football or soccer, which would have been, it's still a great idea, but the zone, they wouldn't let me change the zoning. So it was like, it was just a nightmare. It was just, a, it was a Murphy's Law situation. And that taught me. Stay in my lane. I know short sales. That's why I'm called Don the short sale guy. And and don't be the tennis club guy or whatever. That was just ego. You know, I got I got too big for my britches and I got slapped down. You know, so and you know what? Those the best lessons come from being too big because when I did that flip in 2017, that was the same thing for me. Yeah. I had so many signs to walk away from that house and I just refused to do it. I was like, no. I'm going to do this. We're going to make it happen. And it was like, yeah, it was like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, that tends to happen when we get to a certain point. But that's OK. Like you said, I mean, uh, I always tell my wife, I said, look, there's always another closing coming down the road. You know, as long as you have a pipeline, then then you're OK. And if you don't have a pipeline then you better pivot to something that's going to get you money because. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and, and one, another mistake people make is they hang on too long. You know, they don't cut their losses. You know, so um, I found that in, you know, but it's interesting um, what when I pivoted, because I've had to pivot in, in my business now because short sales have been so scarce. I mean, since COVID, hardly anyone's upside down. The, the prices just went to the roof. And so nobody was upside down on their mortgage. So I had to pivot to what I'm doing now, which, you know, again, is I'm, I, I consult about these trusts and how people can, um, you know, reduce your taxes to almost nothing and get the asset protection to, cause everybody, if you're making money, you're, you're a candidate for a lawsuit just the way it is, you know? And, and so, but what I found was that, um, strikingly amazing to me 
is smart business owners who are making lots of money that don't have a clue about taxes, you know? And what they do, yeah. know, what they do know is so outdated. And, and, and I can say, well, how's that working for you? Well, I, I was talking to a guy today. He says, yeah, you know, I, I, I got to pay $35,000 in taxes. He says, really? What, what, what's your CPA telling you? Oh, that's just the cost of doing business. I'm thinking to myself, you get that a lot. I don't know if you see that or not. I probably don't talk about taxes too much with with your with these business owners, but I do, and I feel like that um, there people tend to get too much credit to licensed professionals, tax advisors, financial advisors, CPAs, because they have blinders. They know what they 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 teach what they know, and. They don't want to know other strategies. No nope. help because their strategies keep having money coming to them, right? A strategy that I show them is like you have a one-time investment and your taxes aren't going to be there hardly at all, uh, you know, for, the, for that time on. And which, of course, that's like uh, that's like waving a red, uh, you know, a red uh, towel in front of a bull because it's like they're going to protect their turf and so forth. But I find that. Um, when you're talking to business owners and your clients, do you talk to them about where their leaks are in their profit buckets? Do you go into that at all with them in, in uh, your consulting or do you more go on the on the um, scaling part of it, not so much on the on the uh, plugging their leaks in their profit bucket? Yeah, so we go more so on the scaling part of it. However, mm -hmm. I, I went to school for accounting yeah. and even when I was like, okay, I don't know if this business world is going to work for me or not, mm -hmm. but the one thing I will be able to do is tell where my money is and how my money is supposed to go. Because mm -hmm. you always hear celebrities going to prison for tax evasion and they're like, oh, well, my CPA handled it for the last eight years and I didn't know they weren't paying it. Right. Yeah, I'm not having that story. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm looking and I know how to read it and I know how, and I know how to read updates. So that was the most important thing for me was to be able to, even if I'm delegating it out and I do have a bookkeeper and I have a CPA, I need to be able to see what you're doing. I right. need to be able, if, if you go today, if you decide, Hey, Sheree, I can't do this no more. You disappear, whatever. I need to be able to jump in there and be like, okay, well, this goes here, this goes here, this goes there. Right. That's one thing that I did with my business is that I always made sure that I didn't send anything to my CPA until I got, I went through every single thing and made sure that charter accounts were, were right. Right. And I never gave my CPA ability to send money out. <laughs> I said, I will take the extra step and I will pay it myself. I'm not giving you access to my checking account or anything like that because that's that's where you get in trouble, you know, because you just absolutely, absolutely, it's so simple. Like, just take a minute, just take a minute. Mm -hmm. Even Shaquille O'Neal, as busy as he is, he's like, no, we sit down once a month and we talk about these numbers. Yeah. It's so key to sit down and talk about your numbers, right. and I definitely, we definitely talk about money saving strategies. Mm -hmm. And we talk about making sure that you are, you know, getting your ROI on things and not just being out here spending frivolously because you go on social media, they're going to sell you everything. Yeah. 
but you have to make sure that a if you're going to buy something you actually use it and b that you're not just spending money out there and you're not being a what do i call it um you're not being a a information preneur mm-hmm. instead of an entrepreneur you're an information preneur <laughs> right you're studying everything before you get started right yeah well you can get that paralysis by analysis that's sometimes absolutely that. yeah all right well what is okay so we're getting close to the end of 2022 what are, what are what where do you want to be this time next year um, so my goals for 2023 are I am absolutely going to be starting a new service in my company that's going to be more on the high end. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also partnering up with several people for us to put together a collaborative coaching program. Mm-hmm. So when people come to us, not only are they getting the leadership training, but we're helping like it's going to be from literally start to seven figures you're working with the same round of coaches Mm -hmm. um and that was important to me because a lot of people want to be familiar with who's helping them Mm -hmm. and i am getting dual citizenship no where's it gonna be (laughs) costa rica there you go all right good for you yes they have universal health (laughs) care You know, my wife is Russian and I was going to, that was going to be on my agenda this year to get my citizenship until the war broke out. And I put a big halt to that. You know, Absolutely. You so did. That, Absolutely. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So now we don't know what we're going to do about that part of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of rethought, I'm thinking about Ireland now because I mean, I, I uh, you know, it's a little bit longer. I don't have any relatives. You know, I could get my citizenship like that in Russia, but I mean, no not going to uh <laughs> too many americans are in jail over there you know and thank thankfully not, thankfully Brittany griner got out finally but um, absolutely you no know, but it just no even though i'm married to one i've, I've got kids and property i'm just not going to do it not until not, not to mention having that it the rest of the the world is not looking yeah. very you do anything nicely. over there you got the microscope on you and it's like you know what <laughs> but uh all right well that sounds that sounds amazing and i love what you're doing what you created and i just i love talking with you you've got that energy we you know it's like we're simpatico in a sense because we have the same outlook you're just younger than i am that's the only difference you've got more more years you know in front of you than i do but uh one thing i love is i love entrepreneurship i love the journey i love the ups and downs uh i was the worst employee ever in my life, whenever I had a job, I was terrible because I just kept thinking, how much money am I am I making for this bozo, you know, who usually wasn't that smart to begin with. And so I said, you know what, live or die, flame out or get rich. I'm going to it's going to be me. It's going to be my efforts and my my uh, struggle and my triumph. And it, it's not going to I'm not going to help anybody else get rich. And. Only a few, just a certain percentage of the population has that that mindset, you know? Absolutely. It's entrepreneur. I, I always say we're the only we're the only profession where every day and no day is Friday. That's right. <laughs> 
So every day and no day is Friday because one day we might be we can we'll have the time freedom so we can be like yeah I'll go to this birthday party but we'll be on our phones like okay well let me send this email real quick <laughs> or and, but it's because we love what we do yeah absolutely. absolutely love what we do and another tip that you can tell your wife just another one ask her the last time that she went into Walmart and a Walden checked her out mm-hmm. they make millions of dollars a day delegating out to employees. But my wife wouldn't go to Walmart, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Target fans, since she's Target. Sure, Target. Yes. <laughs> now, me and her are some patical on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Um, so, any so uh, tell me what you want to promote. Uh, how do people get in touch? Do you want to talk? Uh, I, I, everybody who wants to talk to her, you should. Uh, you know, that she, you know, you're doing this a long enough. If you're in this business long enough, and I've been in this 25 years, you know, who's got the goods and who doesn't, and who's faking and who's not. So, you know, definitely need to get in touch with Sheree because she's got, she's the goods. So tell me where, how do I get in touch with you? Yes. So the easiest way is Google me, Google Sheree Michelle, M I C H E one L E. And, um, you can find me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Clubhouse, TikTok. And I knew you were on Clubhouse. I said, she's got to be a Clubhouse person. I'm on Clubhouse myself. Yes, I am. I love Clubhouse. Yeah. I absolutely love Clubhouse. Um, we haven't talked about it, but yes. But you can find me everywhere, guys. And I, I truly have a passion for helping business owners become the business owners they can be. I, I want you to be able to delegate. I want you to be able to say, I didn't work 30 days and I still made 10K. So I do it, my clients do it, mm-hmm. and I, I I just want everybody to have peace and profit. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? I want to have you back on uh, later in the year, see how things are going yes. and so forth. This will be great. I love to, I, I don't love to, I mean, I don't only just love talking with someone. I like to see journeys and see how things go, so um, and that's one of the that's one of the decisions I made in my podcast was that I was putting content out and I said, you know what, I want to start talking to other people as well to kind of not just to diversify, but I think that you know I learn things too from, from absolutely that. and because uh, I, I I can be a little bit too insular sometimes and this is a great way to say you know what um, that's an interesting idea that's a great idea. I've already stolen one of your ideas here about your meetups I'm, I already wrote that down so you know. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna be uh, talking it, about that. So it is. So, it's it. I got that from you know being on stages is the easiest way to get clientele. So I was like, well, let's make everybody a stage. So I invite entrepreneurs in all of, in all fields and just see where we can plug them in, and we just make a month out of it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think it's great. So um, again, thanks for being on. This has been awesome. And uh, I'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. I'm sure. I've had a blast. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.